0: You are now listening to Escape Realm Comics podcast show. A podcast where we discuss all things nerdy, geeky, fandom and so much more. We will cover everything from what's happening in the world of comics, shows and fandom to the hard-hitting stories of the news today. Now, here's your hosts, Chad and Kevin. Hello and welcome to Escape rally Comics podcast show. This is your host Chad with my co-host Kevin. Going on, buddy?
1: Oh, no, what? Got the first vaccination shot. Oh yeah, how did that go? Uh, just fine. They they apparently, I found out if you just hang out, out over there at the places that they do the shots, uh, they will give them to you. Nice. you grow like a third eye or something yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, I might wake up to that.
0: That's, that'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it'll be like that fish in uh, The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, exactly. Grow some gills and all that stuff and go in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Caught yourself a <Hey>. Kevin. <laughs> Going fishing. (laughs) Today's title is going to be Riot Against the Penguin. Today's going to be really interesting. Today's going to be big news for the comic book industry. Uh, We also got Riot Games. Uh, They are actually looking for people to hire. So you might get a job from this if you actually. uh, Riot Games are making a MMORPG game and they are hiring so they're looking for people with experience with gameplay engineering, game design, UX design, game art, all subs, discipline, they don't care, game production. Uh, they're looking for developers who have direct experience on MMOs, but it's not required for every role, so... If you guys are interested in getting a job with Riot Games, just hop on their website and start applying and see what happens. Moving on to uh, Kevin, go ahead, buddy.
1: I think what was it last month? I talked about the Play at Home initiative. Yes. Uh, when they they gave away uh, Ratchet and Clank, I believe that one's gone now. So if you missed out on it, you that's it. You didn't get it. Done. Now you got to pay. Now you got to pay for it. So that was free last couple weeks back. So now, what was really surprising with this new play at home was not just one game; they did nine games. Nine? Yeah, nine free games, and there are a lot of them are, uh, you know, indie titles. But you know that doesn't matter because no. they're all uh, free. pretty good ones too. Free's for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jesus. So they were they were they started on the 25th of March. So that was the first day of, available for free. Uh, it was the 26th uh, for uh, the UK and Europe. So uh first game that they have available for free is Abzu. Um I saw this a lot online. It's a, it's kinda like the underwater version of Journey. Did you ever play Journey at all?
0: I have not. Every time you bring up a game, it's like you always ask me these questions. I have not played Journey.
1: <laughs> it's it's a pretty short game. Uh Journey's literally about a journey. Uh you're like this hooded red character. And you have no arms, unless it's underneath your cloak. Abzu is very similar in that sense of trying to give you an artistic feel. It's going to be lots of experiences with fish and bright colors and soothing music. I've never played it myself, but I I just hit it add to my uh, my game library for my PlayStation Five. Next game that was up for free is Enter the Gungeon. Uh, Gungeon. This one this one is an, an indie title, of course, as well. You know, I think it came out. Gosh, it's been out for it's been years. Uh, it looks like 2016. It came out. It's a roguelike game. It looks like you can go up to four players with this one. So it's got it's a shooter, and you're down in, down in a dungeon. I don't know how how long the game is, but at least that one's up for free. Next up, one of my favorites on this list is Res Infinite. I actually picked this game up on uh, my uh, Oculus Quest Two.
0: Oh, they have it for Oculus.
1: Yeah, so this originally came out for the Sega Dreamcast back in probably, what, 2000,
0: 2001? Oh, wow, okay. It was a really
1: weird, trippy game. Even back then, it was just a lot of, you start as this little binary, you know, little character hiding in code. And then, as you are shooting stuff to the beat of the music, it's kind of like techno-y, kind of lots of bass. Uh, and the more and more you shoot and collect these kind of collectible orbs, y- your character becomes more human-like. And yeah. it's it's kind of like on rails, so you kind of get thrown around, and you got to look left or right and or behind you. And it's it's a great experience on on the Oculus, as well available for PlayStation VRs on PlayStation Service, so you can experience it on there as a VR.
0: That one's actually so, pretty cool, because that one, I'm actually real big on VR. It's like, I really don't play the PlayStation. I haven't got a PlayStation 5. My PlayStation 4 is completely complete. I do play...
1: Uh, you got the Oculus Quest 2? Yes,
0: I got the Oculus Quest 2. And I have that, and I'm going to try this game out and see what happens.
1: Yeah, you know what? It's I think it's like $20 on the Oculus store. Oh, that's not bad. I, I think it's worth it. Uh, you can probably watch some trailers or kind of gameplay before you jump in. It's really creative with its style. So, yeah, that's one of my, my uh, standouts that I would recommend for everybody to play. Uh, and the next up would be Subnautica. Looks like the fourth game that's out of the nine that's available. Uh, it's another underwater game. It's from another indie studio. Expect choppier waters than those found at Abzu. Much more about survival, it looks like, and expor- as its exploration, but its unique setting sets it apart. Okay. now i have
0: have heard about this one this one does look interesting like my kids were real big on youtube and they used to when this was brand new they were like hooked on this game they haven't played right. it of course you know but they saw people playing on youtube and this actually does look really interesting
1: yeah so there's another underwater game this one is not vr and nor was the uh, last one uh, abzu is not vr which they but, should uh, i mean they should definitely yeah should bring that in. oh exactly uh, then another game that's pretty standout is uh, The Witness. So this was kind of a big deal on Steam. Oh gosh, three or four years ago. I don't know if it's from a single developer anymore, but that guy was really famous for making games by himself. He he did a lot of. He did that one game that's got like time forward and and back on the Xbox 360. I can't recall the name of it it's on top of my head here, but. It's more of a puzzler. This one's got, like, kind of reminds me of kind of being, like, stuck, and then you just can't go any further until you finish a puzzle, that kind of game. And the narrative's probably very uh, minimal. I, I have not played this one either. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I always intended to play it, but never did. Another standout this they're giving away for free is Astrobot Rescue Mission, and that one's also PlayStation VR. I think that one might require PlayStation VR. I don't even think they'd let you play without it. This one's the PlayStation kind of mascot now. He's like this little tiny robot. Uh, yeah, he, I saw that. <laughs> it, it's really cute. They, as a matter of fact, have a new Astro game on the PlayStation Five. They give away for free. But oh, this one's a whole, platforming and things coming at you in the face at your face because it's VR. So yeah, it looks like you. It's required for VR. Wow. And one, one thing I'm kind of uh, speculating is since we've been talking on this podcast about. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 coming. I wonder if these games, any of the old VR games, previous, you know, the originals will play on the new PlayStation v- VR 2.
0: I'm pretty sure they will. I hope they do.
1: Yeah. So we'll find, I guess we'll find out. Only time will tell. uh, Next free game that PlayStation giving away is Moss. And that's another PlayStation VR. Uh, this is about-
0: also on the VR set for, um,
1: yeah for oculus for right? oculus
0: yes sorry brain fart but yeah I, i've seen this multiple times on the oculus game store i wanted to get this game but i'm not you know didn't want to spend my money on it hooked on other games at the time but this one does look interesting to me so apparently this was actually use uh, sign language uh, made for a uh, uh, deaf kids deaf kids that use sign language i guess that's oh, what wow. the developers were saying when this first came out. I, I could be wrong, but that's what I understand. Wow.
1: Well, I, I know it's a platformer game as well. Yes. Like, like Astro Bot, the other one that's given away for free. And just the mouse is so, so, so cute. You know, it reminds me of uh, Secret of Nim from the 80s. Yes. Oh, yes,
0: yeah. yes, yes. That's a classic, dude. Jesus.
1: Yeah, made your made your brain cobwebs open up there. <laughs> you're like, what are
0: you talking about? I know, right? <laughs> Such a long time ago. Oh my god, man! I saw that as a kid.
1: Yeah. Jesus. So the eighth game that PlayStation uh, PlayStation's giving away is Thumper. I actually bought this on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, it is really neat, kind of rhythm game, and you're like this weird beetle. It's like a beetle ship. Really weird. It's it's like you're going along a track. And you gotta make yourself have your shield come up to survive and you got to take corners at the exact time that a corner comes in. I think you have to jump and you have, it's just a lot of different things they're making you do and you're going with the beat It is incredibly it's just it it just brings you in and I can't imagine what it would be like as a VR game because I believe this one's also on Oculus, but of course this one's free on the PlayStation uh, and it will work for PSVR as well. Uh, It's 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 really odd game, but it is lots of fun. It's kind of creepy at the same time. It's got like some bosses with like skull faces or kind of demonic faces because you kind of have to time their shots at you so they could create this wave, and you reverse it back at them. Really, really odd, but it's a lot of fun. I was finding myself nodding and stomping my feet and kind of going with it, probably driving everybody crazy at the house.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So. And then the ninth final game here is uh, Paper Beast. That's another PlayStation VR game. I am not familiar with this one at all, and I know that it's a uh, kind of exploration game. It's uh, paper-themed, kind of like dinosaurs. I know it's an open uh, sandbox kind of mode that they have to it. Mysterious landscapes, paper animals. Really interesting-sounding uh, game, and that, that, of course, is VR as well. Now this so is more we, of a
0: demo. It's not an actual full-length game, right?
1: Okay. Uh, it very possible. Yeah, it might be like a just a showcase. But at least it's free. Hey, yeah, free. Before free, it used like to cost money. So. <laughs> oh. so. What do we got? One, two, three, four, five, five VR uh, PSVR games. At least out of those nine, if you have a headset, uh, for that.
0: That is not bad, actually. Not so bad at yeah.
1: all. I I'm, I downloaded all of them, so I'll eventually, throughout this year, uh, play
0: through them. Exactly. I got something. This is a big news for comic book, for the comic book industry, right? So, okay. what you, what you yourself guess? did with Diamond Comics when you had the store, right? Can you, Yeah. Did you remember how much of a pain that, of the ass that was?
1: Yeah, right. They were the only company that you can order comic books from.
0: Exactly. They had a legal monopoly for years, right?
1: Yeah. Well, right.
0: Now, Marvel actually came out, and they said they are going to choose a different distribution company.
1: Wow. Totally different. I have not
0: heard about this. Exactly. So, Diamond Comics has run a legal monopoly with comic book distribution since the 1980s. Marvel has been using Diamond Comics for 27 years, right? Now, they are completely saying goodbye. Marvel is going to use Penguin Random House for their distribution needs. The company used to distribute to only... To bookstores, right? They didn't oh, do wow. anything else but bookstores. Well, now they're starting here on October first. They're starting to, they are going to start disputing to comic bookstores. stores. Completely. Okay,
1: so October first. Okay, so we yes. got a, we got the whole summer uh, ahead of us, and then the
0: fall. Okay, exactly. You can still order Marvel products through Diamond Comics, still, but Diamond will be getting the products through Penguin. Nothing will be changed. They, uh, you will still get your Marvel products on Wednesday. Uh, new comic book day and all that stuff. You still begin it on Wednesday. So that hasn't changed at all. The comic book stores can start their accounts through Penguin starting now and get Marvel order catalogs, which will continue to be available to retailers approximately three months ahead of sale. So, normal. You know, nothing's really changed on that one. So, the big things like, you know, what, what are the perks to so like, why would people, comic book stores, want to switch from Diamond, right, to go right. to Penguin House? So, the perks are huge, dude. Huge. Penguin will be giving 50% discounts on comic books, which is less than diamond discount for larger stores, which were sometimes more than 55%. So that's a big thing, right? Because you had to, you know, they give you a discount, depends how much you, how much you sell and how much you order. They give you a bit of a discount, but it's like 35%, 40%. Dude, Penguin's giving out 50% baseline. That's their – that is their discount. It's like, oh, you order from us. It's baseline 50%. Something, it could be long, uh, bigger than – it can be bigger, big as 55%. And get this, free shipping. Free shipping. Wow. That blew my mind because Diamond, you know, they, they charge you for shipping. So it's kind of one of those things unless you order a certain amount. But there's no no base orders. I mean, at all. Now, again, that is that is supposed to be like a limited time offer, I'm pretty sure, because they're brand new. Uh, but still a nice feature. There's also low, low reorder minimum and no reorder or restocking fees, which will help the comic book stores a lot. I, that, that's
1: a great uh, deal because we had, you know, when I had to order, it was like you had to do a certain amount. Exactly. You couldn't go low uh, on, a, on any orders. Exactly, so I'm, I'm, I kind of felt like you were ordering too much.
0: Yes. Like you had it for diamond comics. You had a minimum of $425. You had to order. And if you didn't sell too bad, but in this, in this case, there's no minimum be a lot more profitable. Uh, this does not damage free comic Book day at all. Penguin will continue the tradition as long as the publishers support it, but you can still order from diamond like comic store owners can still order diamond Uh, excuse me, uh, Penguin, open their account, get everything ready. They can get pre-orders like on, I want to say, July, getting catalogs and all that stuff through Penguin. So that's not a bad deal. So nothing's really changed. We could see another... The only bad thing I can see is that we can see another Monopoly. Now, since Diamond can't give a 50% discount on comics, and they tried, and they actually came out and defended the reason why they can't do it. But, I mean we could see other publishers going to penguin you know diamond's been there for they actually do help the comic book stores a lot but you know money man it's the, it's all about the numbers at the end of the day so diamond supports retailers in numerous ways like for example they support new comic book stores that they will not charge the comic book store for 6 months so the company can start getting money right diamond also sells their point of sale pos systems to order directly to diamonds which Helps out a lot because you don't have to, like, you get, actually, when you get this POS system, it's a point of sale. It's like a cash register. It's pretty expensive, but it's worth its money. After talking to uh, comic book store owners and talking about the program, it is worth every penny because they don't have to worry about what's selling, what is not selling, what to order, you know, what's in stock and all that. So you can see everything on there, which I even looked into it myself and I loved it. It was pricey, but... It's like three to four thousand dollars, possibly even more. Now, it, I haven't taken a look in since like years, I think was it three or four years? So it could have changed, but I remember seeing it, it's very expensive. You know, since Diamond does help the comic book stores, a lot of people will actually be hesitant to go over to make the switch. But again, I don't, I'm like, if I if it was me, even if I got the POS system or not, I would still probably switch because 50% to 55% discounts on breaking your orders do that that's huge that is huge the only problem i see they will not ship comic books and graphic novels in the same box so that's the only thing i see a problem with but really it's not that big of a deal very interesting because you know i'm glad to
1: see another another competitor there so we have it is it kind of considered a dual monopoly now
0: unless this kind of kicks in no it wouldn't be a monopoly at all because the problem is that Diamond Comics is a legal monopoly because they have Heroes Comics, right? They're the ones that print out all the, the catalogs and all that stuff. Well, now, I mean, no one would actually, like, compete. Penguin's been here for a long time. They, they, they been, they're they've a known company. But they've actually only uh, distributed to store, bookstores. Like, they would, like, graphic novels. They will give it to, like, you know, Barnes & Noble and all that stuff. Not a problem. But now they're switching their business model To actually ship out comic books.
1: If you got more options, too. So maybe like as a, like if I had my
0: store open, I would maybe order from both, you know? Just you wait. I'm pretty sure DC Comics and everybody else will actually come over. Because Diamond Comics still have DC. They still have Image. They still have IDW, other, you know, publishers. But just you wait. I'm pretty sure soon as they see uh, Penguin grows, everyone's going to be switching. Yeah.
1: Everybody's going to jump ship. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I I wonder, so, I mean, Marvel will not uh, take advantage of both Diamond and Penguin then. So it's got to be one or the other?
0: Yes. uh, Marvel's dealing only exclusively with Penguin on October 1st. That's who they're dealing with. They're not dealing with Diamond no more. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So you're going to be dealing with two people if you stay with Diamond. If some people want to stay with Diamond, they can still stay with Diamond. But, you know, you have the option to go to Penguin. I mean... I would go to Penguin. Me personally, after I saw the 50% and like free shipping and all that stuff and no no minimums, I'm like mm, Penguin. So, I mean, they do know how to run a book, like bookstore business that they understand how to make stuff profitable. Diamond, they're, I mean, that's the good thing about you know, Penguin. Good thing about Diamond is that they actually support, well, I've heard more complaints than good things, but you know, uh, Diamond actually supports the retailers a lot. Because they actually, like, if you're a brand new store, they won't charge you for six months. You know, you can have a running bill, and then after six months, I'm pretty sure you have to pay for it. But, yeah, they actually give a POS system. They actually have more support. But, again, Di- uh, Penguin's going to do the same thing. Because they've already told uh, publish- people that actually, comic book store owners, that actually have a Shopify store or have a some kind of website that actually goes off of Diamond. P- Penguin is already planning to do that already. So Penguin's going to be the top number one distributor here soon i would say like in two years maybe
1: wow that's going to be very exciting unless they fumble this but i like you said they're established
0: oh yeah no these guys, these guys are huge the only thing is that i don't think they have not yet anyways diamond has distribute to the u.s and distribute to the uk while i don't think penguin has the uk yet i could be wrong on that one though
1: but well, what I've read, I haven't. Th-
0: they will though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's gonna be super quick. Like I said, within a couple of years, they're they're gonna be on top. But yeah. So before we take off, uh, the comic book of the week. It's is Saturday, so the comic book of the week is The Walking Dead. Uh, book one, the link to get there will be on our link tree that will be on in the description below or just somewhere in the description. So you definitely will see the link. Go ahead and pop that link up and follow that our link tree over to an uh, Amazon site and you'll see what is the comic book of the week. So, yeah.
1: Oh, gosh. I, I All the books that we've uh, put in our comic book of the week, I, I'm going to start filling up my, my empty shelves, you know? I know, right? But, yeah, see, The Walking Dead, if anybody... was a fan of the show or still are or just fans of the comic book i mean the story is great either way but i think overall at to its purest would be the comic book oh yeah and uh yeah this is a great start if you haven't read it yet
0: big time so that is all the time we have today once again this is chad from scape early comics with my co-host kevin you guys have a nice day or night or evening or whatever bye-bye adios Thank you for listening to ER Comics Podcast Show. Tell us how we did. You can let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search for ER Comics.